Welcome to the Creekwood Church Podcast. Our church exists to lead people to become fully devoted followers of Christ. For that reason, we want to take a moment and let you know about Growth Track. Growth Track is a three-week class designed to help you connect with us, discover who you are, and develop your leadership. Sign up for Growth Track and get more information at creekwoodchurch.com slash growthtrack or on our Creekwood Church app. We hope this message inspires you and helps you discover practical ways to live a life of purpose. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, Creekwood? Man, it's so good to be with you. I'm truly excited about what God's doing in and through our church. If you're new to Creekwood, let me tell you, you've stumbled upon a good place. You're welcome here, and we're glad you're visiting. So today we're in a new series called Blind Spots. Now, blind spots are any area of brokenness in our life that are obvious to others, but we can't even see. And we want to deal with those blind spots so that God can really use us for his glory. The reality is I think too many of us have kind of fallen into the trap of the world, which says that we should pursue our own wants and desires. That if you build your life on what makes you happy, then that's all that matters. But truly, I think God has something bigger for us. And so here's my heart. My prayer is that you would grab a hold of what God wants to speak to you in this message that you would allow God to transform your life because there's broken parts of you that you don't even realize you have that God wants to do something with, that he wants to bring healing and freedom to your life so that he can use you to help heal and bring freedom to others. But until we deal with these issues, we're not gonna find the true freedom that God wants us to have. And so I'm pleading with you today, lean in and grab a hold of what God wants to do in your life because I believe he wants to set some people free. He wants to do some work in our hearts. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 7, verses 3 through 5. And if you're unfamiliar with this passage, this is one of the most famous passages in all of Scripture. It's Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. This is where he talks to us about how to live a kingdom life, what what it's like to follow him, and how we should live with one another. This is often been referred to as the magnum opus of Jesus' teaching. And so we're going to jump into a part where he's dealing directly with how we should deal with each other. So, Matthew chapter 7, verses 3 through 5. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye? Look, a plank is in your eye. Hypocrite, first remove the plank from your eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Now, as we walk with Christ, if we aren't careful, we can start getting real good at judging others. We start to neglect the plank in our own eye, but yet we can so easily see the speck in others. And I think what God's trying to do, what Jesus is trying to teach us is to watch out that we don't get a judgmental attitude, that that we don't neglect the places where we need healing because we're so busy heaping judgment on others. See, I think God wants to help us today. He wants to help you work through these blind spots. He wants to help you remove the plank in your eye so that you can see more clearly to help those around you. But here's what I know about dealing with planks. A lot of times God uses people to reveal the brokenness in our life. Let me show you this from the Old Testament. 2 Samuel chapter 12. Now this is the story of David. He's being confronted by his friend Nathan. For those of you who don't know who David is, he was the shepherd boy who slayed Goliath. 
He was a man after God's own heart. He was king of Israel. He was a man that God used in mighty ways. And one night, David, at the top of his palace, saw a woman bathing. Her name was Bathsheba. David ended up having an adulterous relationship with her and then had her husband murdered. But yet he kept going about his daily life. He kept ruling and reigning and he kept doing what he did until one day his friend Nathan came to him. And this is what Nathan tells him. 2 Samuel chapter 12. So the Lord sent Nathan the prophet to tell David, to tell David this story. There were two men in a certain town. One was rich and one was poor. The rich man owned a great many sheep and cattle. The poor man owned nothing but one little lamb. He raised the little lamb and it grew up with his children. It ate from the man's own plate and drank from his cup. He cuddled, in it, he cuddled it in his arms like a baby daughter. One day a guest arrived at the home of the rich man, but instead of killing an animal from his own flock or herd, he took the poor man's lamb and killed it and prepared it for his guest. David was furious. As surely as the Lord lives, he vowed, any man who would do such a thing deserves to die. He must repay four lambs to the poor man for the one he stole and, and for not having pity. Then Nathan said to David, you are the man. See, God will bring people into our life to reveal, to reveal the brokenness that he wants us to deal with. But here's what I want to tell you. When God brings these people into our life to deal with the brokenness in our life, it's going to be painful. It was out of this encounter with Nathan that David went on to write the, the great Psalms 51, the Psalm of repentance where he cried out to God because of his anguish and despair of the sin he had committed. See, Proverbs 27, 6 tells us, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but deceitful are the kisses of an enemy. Isn't that interesting? Faithful are the wounds of a friend. See, the reality is, in order for God to heal us, sometimes he's got to hurt us. A couple of weeks ago, I was with my daughter, Wren, and we were out at a ranch, and we were driving around on a four-wheeler. And as I got off the four-wheeler, Wren accidentally burned herself. As we were driving home, she began to complain about the pain, and so I pulled in, and I grabbed some first aid ointment to put on the burn. And as I got back in the car and I wanted to put the ointment on Ren, she pulled away. She didn't want me to put the ointment on her. And I was telling her, you know, honey, I got to put this on you or it's the only way it's going to get better. And, and she kept pulling away because she was afraid. And I think the reality is that sometimes when people start to expose the brokenness in our life, we pull away because we're afraid of the pain. We don't want to hear it. We begin, become combative. See, I had to put the ointment on Rin so that she could heal. Sometimes God heals us through our pain. And we have to decide how we're going to respond. Whenever 
that brokenness in our life is revealed, how are we going to respond? There's a famous story of a rich young ruler in Matthew chapter 19. The rich young ruler comes to Jesus and he says to Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus turns to the rich young ruler and tells him, you must obey the law, fulfill the commandments. The rich young ruler replies back, I've done this since I was a little boy. So here we have it. This guy, he's rich, he's young, and he's a ruler. And he's also been keeping the command since he was young. But yet he had a blind spot in his life. Jesus replies to the rich young ruler and says, take everything you have, sell it, give it to the poor, and come follow me. The Bible tells us the rich young ruler left sorrowful because his possessions were many. See, sometimes we can look like we have it all together. From the outside, it seems like we're not dealing with anything. Whenever people look around us, they think, man, look how good he is. Look how much he has it together or she has it together. But the reality is there's a blind spot in our life and Jesus is revealing the blind spot to the rich young ruler because he wants him to have freedom. He doesn't want him to be entrapped by greed. Now contrast that with blind Bartimaeus in Mark chapter 10. Now blind Bartimaeus, his blind spot was obvious. He was blind. And when blind Bartimaeus heard Jesus coming by, he cried out to Jesus. He said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now to call Jesus son of David was to attribute Jesus as the Messiah. He was was saying, you're the one we've been waiting for. You're the one who can bring deliverance. And the crowd tried to quiet blind Bartimaeus, but he cried out even louder. He said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus called him over and said, what do you want? He said, I want to have sight. And Jesus healed him, and blind Bartimaeus followed him. So I wonder today, if God were to reveal your blind spots, or even this week, as God begins to bring people into your path, to reveal your blind spots, how are you going to respond? Look, just like blind Bartimaeus, there's going to be thoughts in your head that try to quiet you. There's going to be things in your life that say, hey, don't worry about that blind spot. Let it go. But you're going to have to choose to push through. So here's my heart. Is as God begins to reveal your blind spots, don't be like the rich young ruler who walked away sad. But be like blind Bartimaeus who jumped up, threw off his cloak, and ran to Jesus. Can you imagine this blind guy so desperate? He just takes off running. He doesn't care what's in front of him. He leaves his cloak behind. All he wants is Jesus because he wants healing and he wants freedom. And that's what Jesus wants to give you.
who wants to help you. See, those blind spots in your life, when God reveals them, you got to make a choice. Walk away sad or choose to cry out to the mercy of God. And here's what I want to tell you. If you'll cry out to Jesus for mercy, he's going to answer your cry. He's going to set you free from the brokenness in your life. Let's pray. God, we come before you today. And Lord, we thank you for the grace and the mercy of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you were willing to die on a cross to take away our sins that we might have healing. So God, I pray that all those that encounter the brokenness in their life and the blind spots being revealed this week and the next, would you draw them to repentance that they may find freedom in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Creekwood Church Podcast. If you have been encouraged by the ministry of Creekwood Church and would like to partner with us financially, you can give securely online at creekwoodchurch.com or on our Creekwood Church app. For directions, service times, and more information about the ministries of Creekwood Church, please visit our website at creekwoodchurch.com. 